This episode of Worst Ever Podcast is brought to you by ModCloth. Whatever the season, ModCloth's got you covered. Snag a new swimsuit for that summer getaway or a cute cardi for those first signs of fall. ModCloth's signature line of apparel comes in a full-size range from XXS to 4X, so it's never been easier to find your perfect fit. Need a little if, need a little outfit advice? Just reach out to their amazing team of mod stylists for free sizing, fit, and styling help. Go to modcloth, M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter promo code W-E-P. That's for Worst Ever Podcast. At checkout to get 30% off your order of $100 or more. Snag your next style obsession at ModCloth. I love ModCloth. I have some pants from ModCloth that, by the way, are glow in the dark. That's right. They're really cool. I got them from my friend for my birthday. And they're leggings. And they're actually like the planets. But if you put like a... like a, I know those pants. I love those pants. They're my favorite. I wear them to like every Girls Gone Wild weekend. Because you need to be able to be seen at night. You know, to have some yeah. kind of glow reflectors of the planet of the planets on your your legs. Exactly. I mean, you've got to. Anyway, I'll post yeah. a picture of my mod cloth pants. Did you wear them during the eclipse? I should have. That was a real fail. That was a real fail yeah. on my part. God. All right. Well, the next one, next hundred years, I will definitely pull them out because they were perfect. For All right. That. Well, you should get me something for mod cloth uh, with that discount code for Christmas. Um. How about your birthday? I was hoping you're going to say that, mm-hmm. but I didn't have to remember. Oh God! Um, welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. This week on the podcast, we have my husband Brandon Bro. You're going to love this episode. Is, now, is really... it Brandon Bro or Brandon Bro? No, it's Bro. Everyone always it's spelled B R E A U L T. I know that's a lot of vowels all together, but um, it everyone thinks it's Brialt. Or block or something, but it's no, it's actually well, I would say bro. Brolt. No, it's not brolt. It's bro. It's like B R O. We just have to tell people when we go to have reservations or like go to the Cheesecake Factory and they're like, "What's your name?" I say bro, B R O. Just write it down that way because you'll never get like, it the other hyphenate? way. Hyphenate? No, I didn't hyphenate. I kept all my names. My driver's license is like it's probably like yours. It's like forty-five very long names. Got it. Yeah. I have to. Your baby? Did your baby take his name? Oh yeah, my baby's a bro. Okay. She's a bro child. Yep. And I call her by her whole name sometimes, mm-hmm. especially okay, when I'm good. really trying to get her attention. All right. Anyway, enjoy the podcast, everyone. The worst moments of our life. Hey, girl. Hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences, that is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. How bad can I be? <laughs> and we feel the pain is best served funny. Welcome to Worst Ever Welcome Podcast. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. It is I, a full house here, guys. It is. I'm your host, Christine Lake. I'm your host, Alak Khaled. And today on the podcast, we have one of my favorite people in this entire world. And one of my, like, 12th favorite people. <laughs> He's my best friend. And also happens to be my husband. He's not my best friend, and he's not my husband. Well, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, he's also the father to our daughter, my husband, Brandon Bro. Also known as Baby Daddy. Baby Hello. Daddy. Baby Daddy here. Hello. <laughs> Brandon and I met, uh, gosh, should I date us, nearly 10 years ago um, in a theater company here in L.A. Do you remember your first date? Um, yes. 
Um, <laughs> gosh, where do we go? Downtown? I think we went to some kind of sausage restaurant downtown. I was really into that time. There were a lot of like pop-up restaurants coming up in LA and yeah. I was like really into finding all of them. So I'd go to like Skid Row because I'm like, no, they just apparently have the best sausages here. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, okay, where are we going? So nothing is around. It looks like you're going to get killed and all of a sudden you turn a corner and there's some like pop-up, you know, hipster sausage restaurant. So anyway. Brandon, did you pay? Um, I don't know if I did. I may have tried. Brennan, I, do I, you I know that I, first I ate boar's meat that night, which yeah. is not she did my not thing. Like. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. George is here, too, by the way, so you'll probably hear her a few times during this pod. Let pod. me ask you, how do you guys focus with all the dogs and the babies and stuff in these I, things? I'm literally, I'm literally miming to Christine, <laughs> going, like, cut, cut it out fix it but in mime because it drives me crazy yeah well, there's a baby she's trying to get into steven's equipment right now she thinks it's very it's like she has a million toys but all she wants to do is play with steven's equipment because it's shiny and it has knobs and you know and then the dogs just follow her around because they're trying to get whatever scraps they're like vulture dogs they see some kind of cheerio they see any kind of you know cheese falling out of a, a mouth and they just circle around her and wait until it, it drops so Anyways, that's our life. That's that's that, that's what Brandon has walked into. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys met in like ten years ago. Yeah, I think it was probably more like eight. But anyway, we met in uh, oh, well, no, it was ten, but we didn't really get. I saw Brandon in a play called Valet that he and um, my friend at the time, Matt Morgan, were doing. At this little um, theater in LA, and I thought it was really funny, and I thought he was really funny. And it wasn't until a couple years later that he joined our theater company, and we did a couple shows together. And I choreographed him in a show, and then we were in a show together. But we were both in other relationships, so we were just friends. Um, although I always thought he was very talented and very cute. Um, but it wasn't until after we both had really bad breakups that we then like started dating a few months later. And you guys. Brendan, you grew up in where? Ohio? I, no, I grew up in Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, jeez. This um, border town called Hudson, Wisconsin, right on the St. Croix River, which is part of the Mississippi River, um, higher end of the Mississippi River. So you're like a lumberjack kind of guy. He's I a am lumber a lumberjack. Sexual. Yep. A lumbersexual, did you mm -hmm. say? Do you know what that is? Mm, not really. So this is one of the reasons I also love my husband. He's not, he doesn't care about things like pop culture. <laughs> or what's happening in terms of like pop culture. He cares about news and sports and real life things. He's a very normal person. Well, speaking of sports, are you a Packers fan? No. no. Vikings fan. Oh. Please Skull. don't mention Skull that word in this house. Really? Uh -huh. Yeah. So every year is a bit of a, of a, a tough blow for us <laughs> so far. Not this year. Not it's going to be a year. good it's year. It's going to be all different. I have a hell of a team. And what... What was the thing that attracted you to Christine, Brandon? Well, um, it was her personality, really. She was um, she would walk in a room and she would just kind of light everything up. She was very bubbly and happy and fun to be around. And um, things have changed, obviously. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> Shut up, Allah. <laughs> no, because uh, the first time I, I met Brandon, like actually, like had a conversation with him. We didn't get along at first, right? Okay, because the first time I I saw him. He's walking across Christine's house in a towel. 
No. Yes. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yes. And I'm and it was after an end of a long term relationship with Christina. I was pretty protective of Christina. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Right? And I'm like, who is that? And I was like, he's he's in a towel walking across. That does so not I, sound like me. I'm that very was you. modest. That was you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's correct. What did you think? So, so I was like, okay, who's this douchebag, right? <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> because I was just like, it's too soon. It's too soon. <laughs> it's too soon to, yeah. for towels. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, but then we got to know each other, and then I was invited to your um, destination wedding. Yeah. Which yes, pissed me off. It was not my choice to have you there, by the way. I know just that. So you know. Oh, I know. But I made it fun. Because <laughs> I hung out with your mom, even though your mom can't stand me. I oh, love you, Barbara. You. I know. I know. We have a love-hate relationship. <sighs> but I hung out with your parents the most, I think, because they, the, they, the, they were more fun. So it, it was a really fun wedding. The only thing that annoyed me about your wedding was it was a destination that wasn't a destination. <laughs> In other words... So it was about two and a half hours away from Los Angeles, yeah. but not long enough so that like you could justify a hotel room, but you had to get a hotel room because you knew you were going to be partying, so you couldn't Uber back. So it got costly for us guests, and I was pissed off because I was like, why am I spending money on a hotel room when it's only two and a half hours away, and it's in wine country, which – by the way, not much to do. The only thing that was nearby was Solvang. Let me tell you something. Which me, there was nothing but Danishes okay, and but, like strudel. Here, here's here's what the what our 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 feelings were about this wine country excursion. How do how do we go on to Napa? Do you realize how much more expensive that would have been? Sure, maybe in your mind you're thinking this is a better destination, but FYI, hotels in Napa are th- at least three times as much, and you have to take a plane there or you have to drive for like nine hours. Okay, that, I'm not saying Napa. How about like someplace like Palm Springs or, you so, know. So Palm Springs is a better destination Well, there's than more country. to do. There's casinos. There's Well, there was casinos, casinos at your place. Yeah. Gross. Chumash, right? Yeah, Isn't Chumash. Chumash. Come on. Did we talk about that with Kelly? Yeah, but there was weird. They don't so at that casino in Nap in, in whatever Solvang or whatever. Excuse me, I'm busy. Um, and <laughs> her daughter is really annoying me. Um, George, I love you. Um, the thing about the casino that was at your destination wedding was they didn't serve booze there. Okay, well, what are you what are you doing all day in a casino? Why don't you just go to like you just post up at a bar anyway? So do, why does it matter where this stupid I'm bar just is? Saying. They don't serve booze at Chumash. No, no they don't want it's dry. It's dry. It's a dry. It's a God. stupid casino. What's Who, the point? Like I'm not I don't a, know what the point of that yeah, is. It's not going to get me to stay at the casino. No, but I did have fun. Um, your wedding was a little bit of a shit show. In the sense of after the wedding, there was so much going oh, on. Well, there was a lot of there were a lot of things happening. There were there were some some people trying to hook up with some people. I I enjoyed that actually. I was happy that people were making love connections and eating hot dogs and. Well, you got up mad at your like one of your bridesmaids because of the dress situation or something. Oh, that oh, was no, a debacle. Oh no, I wasn't. I no, it was just. Mm. A, well, she was ranting and raving at the bar. She was very upset at the hotel room from what I remember when we got back to the hotel room. Why don't you recap that for us, Brandon? Well, you know, she wasn't very upset. She was disappointed because she wanted to be at the after party. and she, she You know, had this... okay, when you get married, you have 
your wedding dress, right? And then you have this vision in your head of like, <laughs> I I'm rarely gonna go back get to talk. And, <laughs> and I'm going to change and then I'm going to wear this other cute thing. And my bridesmaids had forgotten it at our rental house, which was far away. And so there was no way to get it. But by that point, honestly, I was pretty drunk. So <laughs> I was like, I can't believe they forgot the dress. Ah! And then I was like, all right, I'm going to put on my jeans and this tank top. I'm like, let's go to the bar. Like, then I was over it. Then I don't I think care. you had shoes, though. I had shoes. I was literally wearing like flip flops. <laughs> right. Which, you know what? At the end of the day, it was probably better because there were three other brides at that damn cowboy bar. And, you know, let's be honest, I would have upstaged them. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I realized they were wearing their like wedding dresses in that bar, and that couldn't have been comfortable. No. That bar was gross. Like the bottom was like frat sludge by the end of the night. It was just like beer and all kinds of fluids. It was nasty. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I want to talk about. What? Uh-oh. The other greatest day of my life, the day my daughter was born. Uh, <laughs> I was there. Yes, Unfortunately, you were. you were. I remember that. Why don't we talk about that? Okay. Okay. So my water kind of breaks, and I was admitted uh, a little early. I was a week early. And well, kind of breaks. It was leaking. It was leaking, and uh, ugh, God, that's a terrible trickle. visual. It was trickling. Is that? It better? was a trickle. Was a she trickle. had a vagina trickle from yeah. trickle, her trickle? small little water. trickle. Trickle, trickle. Yeah, it wasn't a fecal trickle, which is good. Oh, gr- yeah, Brandon, no, it was a clear trickle, right? Clear trickle. It was a cl- yeah. Clear trickle. Clear yeah. trickle. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, amphitheater. <laughs> <laughs> so we. We get admitted. Brandon's, you know, there. He's like, oh, we didn't think we were going to be getting admitted that day. I thought I was going to go home and labor for a while, and it wouldn't be till a day or two later. Anyway, I, we have to go straight in. I'm kind of upset because I don't. I'm like, oh no, they're going to put me on a timeline now, and I know that the time for me to have this baby, the clock has started to tick. So, and let me just interrupt you real quick. Christine also wants to do a full natural childbirth experience. Yeah, my goal. I took the classes with Brandon. We went for eight weeks. My goal was to do this as naturally as I could. I wanted, that was the goal. It doesn't matter what happens, but that was what I originally wanted to do. So we we check in and I start getting these texts from Allah. And he's like, what's happening? And I'm telling him that I'm, you know, I've been checked in. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, I just have to do a couple things then I'm on my way. And I'm like, what? Um, no. Um, no, she writes back. She writes back, okay, funny, and like a ha-ha, you know, thinking that I'm joking. Yes, I did. And then I was like, what are you, and he's like, no, seriously, so w- which hospital are you at? I'm like, well, uh, Providence, but you don't need to come. Nothing's happening. I'm not even contracting. And he's like, yeah, no no worries. He's like, I'll be there in like 20. And I'm like, I don't. So she calls me. And she's I don't like, think you're going to get into the hospital. Yeah, she called me. I do she's not put like, you on a list. Yeah, she's like, don't come. I was joking. You know, I thought you were joking. I go, no, I'm not joking. I've done this before. I will be there. I'll be there in like 20 minutes. I'm on my way. Just invites himself basically By the way, into my kno- vagina. She knows the her her doctor who's going to deliver through me. True. Very True. nice man. Right. Very skilled. Very yeah. skilled. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm on my way. She's like. You're not going to get in. Yeah, there's no way. I did not put you on a list. And, you know, I just, um, you know, this is, I'm thinking to myself, like, Brandon and I have not discussed having visitors into the birth room. (laughs) That doesn't bother me. Yeah, apparently not. So about, no lie, about 25 minutes later, 
this guy walks in the room with a full-on visitor badge and is like, oh, hey. I'm like, how the hell did you get in here? Well, I went through the back part of the hospital. I went through the ho- main entrance of the hospital. And you've been to this hospital before. You've been, broken into births so, uh, yeah, at this so hospital I know, before. I know exactly mm-hmm. where she's going to be. I have been to this hospital before. I know a back entrance so that you don't have to go through like a security check or whatever. So I went up to the desk. I said, where's Christine Lakin? Brolt. Oh, God. (laughs) It's bro. I know. I traded one last name that no one can seem to get right in this life for another last name. It's spelled bro, pronounced bro. Who decided that? Uh, the founders of the Bro flam- family, okay. family, some kind of Vikings way back when. So, Vikings. anyways, I go to the nurse. I'm here to see Christine. Bro, yes, and they were like, "Oh, she's in blah blah blah," and I go, "Great." I walk in, and Christine looks at me. And she's like, "What the hell are you doing here?" I go, "She's like, how did you get it?" I go, "Don't worry about it." I go, and now I know how hospitals work, and I know how the nurses' stations work, <laughs> and I know how this birthing shit works. You have to make friends with the nursing staff. At the time, I'm also videoing a lot of Christine. Well, at one point, Brandon had to go home and feed the dogs because we weren't prepared to be there all day. And he was going to go get the, you know, some more stuff and whatever. And Brandon didn't mind leaving, let me tell you. He sort of ran out the door. No. It was a quiet time. It was nice <laughs> yeah, to get some fresh air, that's for sure. Nothing was happening yet. Right. And, uh, Until he left about five minutes after, she's well, standing up. And I had told the nurses, like, they wanted to put me on, like, a monitor so I could only get off the stupid heart monitor, like, once an hour for about five to ten minutes and walk around. And anyone who's had a child or who's been through labor knows that you have to walk around sometimes to get these things going, these contractions and whatnot. So every, you know, 10, every 50 minutes, I'm like, get me off this thing. And I'm making Allah come around the hospital with me and he's taking video and I'm doing lunges. I'm doing like cardio bar moves. We'll have to post these. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the contractions start and I'm like, awesome. This is great. Okay. We're getting things moving. And I'm literally standing in my room. I think about to go back to my bed and he's videoing me and my wife. Water breaks like on the floor, all of it like breaks. splash. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh my god! And I captured it. He was very excited. We were all very excited. Yeah, the father of the child is feeding dogs. Feeding dogs. And missed it. Missed and it. missed it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, things start to progress, and it got really intense very and quickly. I, and I say to Christine, "Look, don't be a hero. <laughs> this is no joke. Like what you're about to experience is." You're going to be, and Christine is a tiny little woman. She was all baby. All baby. And all huge baby. Yeah. Even though the baby was tiny. Like, like Christine said earlier, she's a foodie. So she, <laughs> she ate her way through the pregnancy. Um, but so I was like, Christine, you need to find out when the last moment you can get the epidural because there's just, I just. Well, and here's the other thing: you have to get. It takes an hour. You have to get um, an IV, so you have to know, kind of, in your mind, when you're at your last threshold of pain, you still have another hour to go before you actually get that thing. So, about six hours go on, and at one point, like I'm just like in a different world, moaning, groaning. It was there was noises that went like this. I have that on video too. Brandon is massaging me. He's doing everything he can. At one point, he looks at a lot in the video and he's like, I don't know. Yeah, we're laughing at each other, like going, This is crazy. She's out of her mind. It was wild. You know, 
I, I at first was kind of like, since we had not discussed having somebody there, I was a little unsure as to you, oh, you coming. You were annoyed, I'm sure. I was a little annoyed. <laughs> but I have to say, you turned out to be quite the savior in the situation because you did lighten the mood, which was needed. Yes, and it got to the point where the nurses, it was shift change, and they didn't want to leave. Like, they had other patients there that were delivering. That's true. And they would not give up Christine, thanks to me, <laughs> which is important because then you have to go through a whole new person. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like starting over again. Yeah. yeah, our girl came back to us, which was rad. She was great. But anyway, so I finally get the epidural, you know, and, and I'm like, oh, my God, relief for a little while. And then, like... It's it's like night and day. You go from being in the most intense pain of your life, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Hey, let's watch uh, the Housewives." I mean, y- you just feel nothing. It's your legs are numb, and you're you're just having contractions, and you can't feel anything. Unfortunately, all of mine then stopped, and stayed all that of way. your what stopped contractions. Oh, and then stayed that way throughout the night and into the next morning, and it was it was bad. They were all looking at me like, all right, well, that's it. You tried. Yeah, we, we were talking C-section. <laughs> yeah. They came in and said, okay, this is if this doesn't happen in the next, what, hour, two yeah, hours even? pretty much. We're going to have to prep you for surgery. Yeah. And so I w- couldn't eat anything because that was always a consideration. So these two, but mostly Allah, is sitting there eating all my labor snacks. Snacking. They're like, went out to get it's bagels. stressful. He left I was and there for back. hours supporting you. I was starving. Came back with like bagels and coffee the next morning. They're all eating. I'm, I can't even have ice chips. I am so parched. I'm just like looking at them drinking and I want to like kill someone. You were, so, you were doing the ice chip thing. I was feeding you ice chips. Uh, she wouldn't even let me have those for a long time. Anyway, so then um, my doctor comes in. He's like, this is so weird. It's like your, your cervix is still closed, even though you're, you've started to dilate. So, I mean, what Allah says is I had a lemon of a cervix, which is pretty much true. She did. So thank God for this doctor, though. He basically gave me an op- one more chance. Uh, and... For lack of any kind of better terminology, pretty much put his hand up there and opened my cervix with his man hands. He it was a hell of a, yeah, it was a hell of a thing to see. <laughs> he is a big man too. I mean, and he was not holding back. He put all of his might into it. <laughs> he he did. did. I mean, he he was shaking from the amount of pressure that he was applying. Oh, you could hear the cervix crack. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> But at that point, I mean, thank God for that epidural because I didn't feel anything. He knew what he was doing. Oh. And then six he hours later. It. Well, hold on. In between. Now, this is Christine and Brandon's first. This is your first baby, right, Brandon? Yes. <laughs> so this is Christine and Brandon's first baby. As far party. as we know. Yeah. Oh, um, I would know. And so Christine has a lot of friends that were wanting to be there. And, of course, here's this asshole, me, who just pops in, and they're like, why is he there? He and decides to be the text conduit. So I started them. a group text with all our friends. I was like, give me a list of your friends, and I'm going to do a group text. So I literally was videoing things as they happened and sending them to the group text. It was a full commentary of the labor of yeah. Christine Lakin Bro. <laughs> Thank you. It's true. And you also set up a camera over her shoulder, from what I remember. Because you have to have a GoPro. I still can't watch that. There was a lot going on. I can't watch that footage. On. So there was one moment, and this is where it got bad. Yeah. And it was when she was about to deliver. Now, granted, Christine is a very athletic person. She was, you were running that 
six-mile race, I think, a couple weeks before. Or, or oh, couple, no, no, but I was working. I mean, I was working. I was choreographing on the Goldbergs, and yeah. I was, you know. Yeah. So doing lunges. Doing, all, doing lunges. Yeah, she's so, she was so. Hiking. It, and she, stuff. Once she started pushing, she literally had the baby in 20 minutes. Yes. But when the baby came out, because I was I was in there and I was peeking through the curtain. When the baby <laughs> peeking, yeah, I saw everything. By the way, the when the baby the came out, I saw the her neck wrapped with the umbilical cord, yeah, and the baby was blue. And was I literally had to stop the videoing because I thought, oh god, this is not good. Yeah, my girlfriend came right before I started delivering. She had always said, if you ever want me to come take pictures during your birth, let me know. And about a week before, I said, you know what? I think I do want that. And uh, not knowing that Allah was going to be in the room doing a full-on like text commentary, she had already decided to take my really nice camera, and I told her when I was going into labor that I would call her. So when this thing started happening, and it happened so quick, I was like, um, shit, we should call Dana. And she was, I was already dilated to like an eight, and she was at dinner with her husband, and she's like, I'm leaving right now. Literally ran up the street, got the camera, got in the car, got to the hospital, just made it just in time. Now, at this point in the birth, my doctor tells me to stop pushing because he sees that the cord is wrapped twice around her neck. He cuts the cord off when she is halfway out. I don't know any of this. No, I hear what's going on. He's screaming. Your doctor starts yelling. I don't know. You were probably in. I think. I, I was got, standing. I was holding a leg, her leg. I yeah. was standing right there. I hear him say, uh, get, get the me, NICU. Yeah, get, yep. get the NICU, get the NICU. And I'm like, I know oh, it's God. not good. Mm-hmm. And I, that's when I Ugh. went and looked through the thing. And I heard him hand me. I don't know if they were like scissors or whatever. He's a hand me. And he's like screaming at the nurse, hand me this. And then he cuts that cord right away, yeah. and then you hear the baby cry. I'm like, I have like anxiety just like reliving this. Um, yeah, but then uh, he told my one of the nurses told my friend to stop taking pictures. Yeah, because the baby was like, they put her on my chest for two seconds, and she was like purple, yeah, blue. And, and then, then they, they took, took her, her straight off. She did not cry. They took her straight off. No, I know. And went and put her on the the table, and the NICU team rushed in, and. Brandon almost fainted. That's correct. Yeah, I had to take the, the oxygen and put it on because I was going to pass out. And it was, yeah, it was overwhelming. It, I mean, was, it was so, just, it and was... I, he's like stitching me up. So no one's around me. And I'm like, where's the baby? Where's the baby? What's happening? What's happening? I mean, it was, oh my God, it was awful. It felt like hours. It was probably only 30 seconds, but it felt like an hour. Yeah, so... And then she cried, and then it was... She cried, and she hasn't stopped talking since. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, baby. Birth is traumatic, man. I I know. And this is my question for the two of you, because I had a a conversation with Brandon when I first got here today, you know, before we started recording. I said, so are you ready for another one? He goes, oh, no. And I go, well, then you need to talk to your wife, because she's about to pull the goalie. Huh? No, I'm not. (laughs) You said you wanted to have another one. I did. That was a couple weeks ago. Now I feel a little differently. (laughs) You oh, were, really? You were ready a couple weeks ago. No, huh? I wasn't ready, but you we were talking. You said like a week ago or a week or so ago that you're. That you're... Well, yeah, eventually, not right now. I yeah, want. But you're not getting any younger, Christine. It's Thank like, you. I'm just, well, I'm just letting you know. I understand. I know. I'm well aware of my age, and if I want another one, it's mm-hmm. like got to be sooner than later. The thing is, I mean, we're in such a good place with her now. She's like. <laughs> we were calm. just seeing some three week old twins. The other week, and they are so. Yeah, that's the that's the noise that we were missing at birth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're so sweet. 
But I forget that like tiny baby stage. And I just, ah, man, that was hard. I don't know. Going back to yeah, a, the second a, a newborn one's stage easier, is plus rough. Brandon deserves a boy. How you do know. you even, how do we, I mean, we're probably going to get two girls. How do you ensure that happens? Well, at your age, anyways, you're probably going to go have to freeze some eggs. So you oh. can probably pick out the sex. I'm about seven years younger than Christine, so I have time. So no, I know, not, so I'm saying, you're, so you're I would do me. the it's embryo thing where you, and then you can choose whatever you want. That way you have them stocked up because. Listen, if you want one of my babies, all you have to do is say. Honey, I got sperm fr- frozen already. I can have babies anytime I want. Why did you freeze your sperm? <laughs> because when I had testicular cancer, oh, I had to freeze it. But uh-huh. I, I still ejaculate now, so I'm fine. This is all too much information. It took a turn there, didn't Steven it? Steven well, is not happy about I'm, that. Well, I'm just saying, I, but I do have frozen <laughs> sperm. For any of you listeners, I will auction them off. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Steven, um, do you want to get in on that auction? <laughs> What's the starting bid? Well, we'll see. I'm going to do it. We should do an auction because I'm willing to auction off my sperm. Five dollars and a pack no. of Reese's Pieces yeah. is the no. starting bid. And they're going to be Reese's, Reese's Cups. Reese's Pieces? I don't like the pieces. I like the cups. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brandon, you're not ready for another baby? Uh, no. Not, not at this point, no, I'm not. Um, it's a lot of work. Uh I love it. It's pretty awesome having a kid, but yeah, ha- going through the newborn stage would just be kind of frightening right now. Is it frightening because of Christine? Uh, it's no, it's a lack of sleep. It's really because comes down to she sleep. makes you do the night shift. No, she was pretty good about taking shifts. We figured it out where I would do a shift in the middle of the night so she could get a couple hours sleep. And but this baby that we have here, she is, um, you know. The first month she started sleeping through the night, so we can't really I know. complain. Too I was much. shocked to hear that, and she's still a great napper. And yeah, sleeper. yeah, she she's slept like twelve kind of hours big... last night. Well, what's great about her is that you, a lot of children, you have to fight to put them to bed. She, you go put her in the room, and she just sits there and hangs up, knows it's yeah. bedtime. Yep, she's ready. Sits there, hangs out, and then she's like, "Night, bye." Yep. I try to read her book sometimes, and she's pretty much gives me the baby finger and just said, <laughs> "Put her down in her crib," and that's it. So that's why I think that you should do another one. Yeah, maybe you're right. Will you be there in the delivery room? this 100%. time? Hundred percent. Yeah? If you would do it, though, listen. I don't want any babies birthed in the September month or end of August month because I competition. Have... Well, no, I I've, oh, my Labor Day's already been ruined by two of my best friend's children <laughs> that are born that weekend. So I, I just any I'd like you to have the child around no holidays. Oh gosh, okay. It's well, we're, we'll really do our best. And if you do a holiday, mm-hmm. then make it like President's Day or something that's <laughs> like really you know what I mean? Right, right. I'm just saying. But, There's probably, I but mean... But do your parents want you to have another child? I mean, to be honest, I think they're pretty enthralled and infatuated with the one we already have. So I, they haven't really said either way. I mean, and how about your parents, Brandon? Um, you know, uh, yeah, they haven't... They're not pushing us to do anything. I think they would... I don't know that they care, really. The thing is, I find so interesting... People, whether it's your family or just people you know. So you start dating someone and then everyone's like, so when are you getting married? And then you're like, you finally get engaged. You're like, actually, we're getting married on this day. And in like the moment you get married, they're like, so when are you having a baby? And you're like, oh, Jesus, like, give me a moment. Then you have a baby. And then they're like, so when are you having another baby? God. 
Let me get off the treadmill for a minute. I understand that, but seriously, like, you have Georgia. You need a boy named Wisconsin. <laughs> we really do, nice. don't we? Scotty. We just call him Scotty. Or Whisk. <laughs> Whisko. Um, okay, I want to get back to some other topics uh, while we have Brandon here. Um, I want to know... Just because I think pet peeves are really funny. Mm-hmm. I want to know what Brandon's biggest pet peeves are about me. I already know. Go ahead. Really? Seriously. We Ooh. all have them. We, everyone has a pet peeve. Mine is a law. Whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> well, mm, let's see here. This is this is tricky ground a little bit. Um, I think one of my pet peeves is probably... The hair in the drain. Well, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's kind of You're gross. Disgusting. Sorry. She doesn't clean it. I'm sorry. I Which do is sometimes. Weird because but she's I, so she's such a neat freak. I, honestly, when I so when I get in the shower, the shower is like the place where I think. I don't know if other people do this, but it like I'm doing other things, but it's kind of where like I things come to me or I get you know I get like ideas in the shower or I think through problems and then by the time I get out I'm just like oh I gotta do that I gotta do that and I gotta do that you know what I mean I have, so, a, I have a solution for you put a whiteboard in the shower and dry erase and you can write down your ideas that's what I do you have wow. a you have a whiteboard in your shower not in my current shower but in most of the shower most of the places I lived at I'll get a whiteboard <gasps> and put it in the shower that's amazing Steven, Steven that's a really good idea that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard what in it, my life what do no, you mean it, but it's it's so stressful to have all these ideas like write down maybe a story thing a couple emails to send and you're like then you have to run out of the shower to go and you're wet and it's slippery yeah. and I usually have a child trying to get in the shower with me so that's a whole other obstacle another pet peeve I have go ahead is my wife likes to talk okay a lot okay and sometimes I find that I just have to sit and listen Forget it. I won't say anything for the rest of this podcast. Well, hold on a second, because this is interesting. And, and, and the reason why I'm saying this, Brent, is because you, you, you came out here to be in the business, right? You're an Correct. actor. That's right. And you're still you know, doing stuff in, in, in the theater and television world. Sure. But then you went ahead and got to um, finish your education and became a... Th- uh, yeah, a psychotherapist. A psychotherapist. Yeah, I got it. Yep. And so I'm just curious... If you were to have her in a session, not being your wife, <laughs> how would you diagnose Christine? <laughs> and be honest, wife aside. Well, generally, I mean, there's not a diagnosis that I would necessarily give her because she's not really presenting with an issue that she's bothered with. You don't think that she's obsessive compulsive? Um, no, I don't really. Okay. And look at this place. <laughs> well, no, the kid stuff I get. But she's very like the around. She's very type A. I, yeah. I I am organized and I'm a bit type A. Yes. Yes. I mean, but she I don't definitely think I'm obsessive compulsive. All right. Well, whatever. It. That's just my opinion. Oh God. <laughs> um. What other flaws does Christine have? I don't, this is only an hour podcast. So yeah, I know. <laughs> we better fit him in here. You know, she's really, she's really, she's pretty perfect in a lot of ways. Oh. I mean, I got to be honest. Well. Um. You know, she snores a little bit. 
You snore? I apparently have been snoring. Yeah, I'm doing oh, some snoring. God, I feel is it a horrible. light snore? It's it? a light snore. It's like a half open mouth snore, Ugh, but it's just gross. enough to keep the person next to you awake. That's so disgusting. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's not. It's not I disgusting. It. I mean, a lot of people snore. It's nothing to be ashamed about. I mean, I have an earplug I put in and I transfer <laughs> from ear to ear, depending on what side I'm sleeping on. <laughs> Just no, it's so like, ugh. I just it's a tricky situation older. because you don't want to build up resentment to your partner because they're snoring. So, I mean, we've actually had a discussion about this on how to treat that situation when it happens. And and, yeah. and you said, well, just wake me up and tell me I'm snoring. And that's what I generally do. And she apologizes profusely. And then a couple <laughs> minutes pass and she starts snoring again. Is she anal retentive? Um, Come on, Brandon. Uh, quit trying to play nice guy here. <laughs> She ain't going anywhere. You already she burnt the child. <laughs> she burnt the child. Uh, no, I, I mean I don't know. Are you? What do you think, Christine? How Am does it make anal you feel? Retentive. How is that different from obsessive compulsive? Well, let's like she gets angry for the littlest things if it's not done her way. Well, that's semi accurate. <gasps> How dare you? Well, you do. You get very ornery <laughs> when it's not done your way. There's some truth to that, Christine, yes. Like what? Example. Okay, release form. Oh my gosh, that was three years ago. So we have like release forms that we have the actors sign for when we do our live show because, you know, they're telling their worst ever stories and we don't want after the fact saying, um, Oh, I don't want you to use this. I don't want you to use this. So we'd have a general form. And we've never had an issue with it, you know. And there was one day where Christine had to work on a show, and I had to run the show by myself, which is a beast to do by yourself because you're wrangling actors, you're doing all the production stuff with the PowerPoint. You're in the basement of a Mexican restaurant. You're in the basement of a Mexican restaurant. I've already had like four Hennessy's. Well, this is this is why I was so so mad. It's a lot going. So I forgot to have the actors sign the release forms. Uh-oh. And I was screamed at, yelled at, uh, after a successful show that I ran by myself, which she was a no-show to. And it was a great show, and I forgot to have the actress on a release form. She let me have it. So to this day, I, when I could see her getting angry, I said, don't give me that release form attitude right now. <laughs> let me just, in my defense, yeah. tell you the other half of the story that you neglect to remember. Um, I was up until probably one in the morning creating the PowerPoint for this so-called production on my computer. I also was the one to bring all the release forms to print. And (laughs) her daughter has the same attitude. (laughs) Losing it. Short temper. Um, I would have to print all these materials. I would have to bring all of these materials to the theater, unload them from my car. So... I'd already done such a huge portion of the work, and because you'd had like 14 scotches, you couldn't remember the one thing I'd asked you to do. Anyways, see back how to it's you, coming Brandon. back to her body right now. Yeah. She thinks that she's actually in the same moment that yeah, she was. Physically, then. she's oh standing gosh, up and guys. using her arms. She's getting very lively. <laughs> uh, it's incompetence that drives At the me wedding, crazy. Uh, okay. I can only imagine, Brandon, and you tell me this. Prepping for this wedding must have been a disaster because I can't, she's such a control freak. 
It's not true. You actually, know, for the wedding, it was it was actually pretty smooth. We, we day planned of, pretty I pretty far not, in advance. Oh, I remember I when she care. told me that she was doing her own flowers, and I said, <laughs> I, I said, Christine, have you lost your effing mind? Yeah. Okay, I, go, I did. I did relinquish that task. I, I go. You need to hire someone. She's like, No, I'm going to save so much money, and I'm going to do. I go. You're going to be in no position. To get to, married. To get to do flowers the day of your wedding. Not you know? to mention that it was like 90 degrees that day. Had I done my own flowers, they all would have been wilted in the bottom of a pool. Brandon, what do your parents think of uh, Christine? By the way, just so you know, their daughter, Georgia, is pretty – I mean, for, in my eyes, is the spitting image of Barbara. <laughs> like, she, yeah. she gives me that same stink eye that Barbara gives me. Well, she looks exactly <laughs> like my husband, so it makes a lot of sense. Yes. My parents love Christine. They're crazy about her. I think if they had to choose between her or me, they would choose her. <laughs> All right. Christine, what are Brandon's flaws? Ooh. Hmm. Let's see. Um, well, I'll say, we'll, we'll say pet peeves. Um, my husband really hates being around bad drivers. Which there are a lot of About, them. Around what? Bad drivers and stupid drivers. Uh, it's dangerous. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put a flag on the play. Uh-oh. Christine, most of our conversations are while you're driving in the car. And half the time, you are screaming and not. cussing people out. <laughs> really? She is the... And have you ridden she, in the car with her? Oh, yeah, I have. She you is, guys... You're an aggressive driver. No, I am not. You've changed. No, you, I've changed. You have changed. I'm different now because I'm a child in the car. Well, I don't. I am. I. Good. I am a different driver. Okay, because you're calling the kettle black right now. Mm, I'm not though. Have, you've never ridden the car with Brandon. No, listen. I've changed because at the beginning of our relationship, I did have a problem in the car, but I've done a lot of work around that, and now I'm very calm. Mm. And, and and the tables have turned a little bit because you do freak out sometimes. It's, Every time I'm on I, the phone. I, who asked me? I'm sorry. You listen, asked me the question. Am I allowed to answer I know, this but question you or know, not? Were, I have a little story here, and it uh, pertains go, to this. Brandon. This, Subject: We're walking the dogs once. Oh She's God. pregnant, losing her mind. <laughs> and sometimes Christine feels like she needs to be the police of the neighborhood. <laughs> There's a Porsche speeding down the road. She literally Asshole. jumps in the middle of the street and puts her arms up and starts shouting at him. He was an asshole. But what You're are you pregnant? doing? Yes. What are you yeah, doing? what are you going to do? Run over a pregnant lady, you asshole? Well, <laughs> have you seen the climate of the United States today? Well, that People was two years ago. People are like, oh, it's, you think it's much different? You're no, out of but your I, mind. It pissed me I, off. Look, I was losing my mind. Yes, I was losing my mind. Yeah, Brandon, that's a good call. Yeah, and I was that's, very angry. And we had a talk, and I said, listen, you cannot you be do doing that. that. Again. Yeah, can you imagine? Oh, yeah, I can. I mean, if you filed for separation today, I would totally understand. Guys, oh my God. Okay, <laughs> is I'm there a prenup, fine. by the way? Is that a is that an off the topic question? What is there a prenup? I, yeah, there's a prenup. Okay, good. He has assets. I have assets. We want to protect both of these assets. Was the prenup agreed upon in the sense of like who brought it up? Um. I think I brought it up, but it was brought to my attention by my lawyer. Okay. Did you have hesitation, Brandon? <laughs> Not really. I, I get the dogs and the child. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if one of those things is actually I, I only ask because I'm not really worried. I, like, I, I definitely believe this is for better or for worse, you know? 
Yeah. It's probably most of the time worse. But um, <laughs> so I'm not. I'm only asking that. I was just curious because I was like, huh. Because I think it's important to have that. Well, I think, you know, it, it depends on what state you live in because every state has a different uh, law when it comes to what is considered community property. And, you know, you, as my lawyer put it to me, if both people have assets or property or anything they had before the marriage and those are things that you want to protect, a business or a house or whatever, family things, um, then if you don't have that in place and you don't set those things up, then anything is fair game. God forbid one person decides they don't love you anymore or they want to go be with someone else or whatever. Those are things you cannot predict. I don't think that we're ever going to need it. I don't think you're going to need it either. <laughs> um, but from a legal standpoint, I, I understood it. It's not the most romantic thing in the world. No. no, I think everyone does it now. It's it's like it's part of the course, I think, right? I don't know what people do. I only know what you we did. do. Yeah. Right. Now, um, I forgot what I was going to ask because of the prenup, but um, I got really jolted <laughs> by the prenup situation. I was like, the f- if you guys would have seen their faces when I mentioned it, they're like both looking at each other like, and I'm just like, oh, I didn't realize it's such a big deal. It's not really. I just it's don't. Not. It's personal information. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about things that you hate about me, right? Yeah, no. Driving I, was your. I don't. Your big I really pet have very peeve. few things I hate about my husband. Um, and I, you guys right now are. So we're in a rental house in lovely Burbank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love and, Burbank. And I actually love this location I because it's, it's so convenient. I love it too. It's hot as hell, but. Um, but you have a house that you have decided to remodel together, which yes. I think is a great thing for newlyweds because now it's Christine's house. It's my house. And I lived there before, yeah. Yeah, obviously you've, you know, you moved in and yes. now it's going to be a space that you both create. Yes. And we are both making all the decisions from what the house is going to look like to what knob is going to be on that counter, you know, cabinet. I mean, it is a lot of stressful. It's a lot of stressful. stress. It's very stressful. What are you disagreeing about <laughs> the in most, the remodel of the house? Yeah. The master bathroom. Why? That has been the biggest bone of contention. Cause we, because you want a dry erase board in there and he doesn't. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> now I do. <laughs> now, what do you think it's been Brandon? Um, God, honestly, I, I feel like it's for the amount of work and brain power we put into it. I, I think that it's been fairly smooth, to be honest with you. I feel we talk about things pretty no, we openly. Do. I, I mean, I think for me, the most stressful part of it is uh, just getting all the pieces in place and figuring out what's going to be where. I know it sounds like, oh, but what fun that would be but then you start looking at all these little things and you're like oh i like that oh that is too rich for my blood how over budget are you um i'd say the project is running about 20 percent over that's not bad <laughs> that's really not bad <laughs> but, um, but but that's but, considering that our initial bid was just for construction and didn't didn't actually include a lot of our finishings right so, so you know and and also depending on when you order and all that the Prices vary, yeah, Truth. and what's available because by the time you get to that point, designs have changed, yeah. right? What's your design aesthetic that's different than hers? Well, Christine wanted uh, most of the house to be white, and our child is coughing on I'm, water. Everybody, I'm, it's only water. I'm definitely calling CPS. My child She's loves okay. water and wants to put her face in everything. She's better she now. All right, She's go ahead. better. 
Christine, you were saying? She wants everything to be very white and sterile, like a hospital. No, I don't want it to be white and sterile, but I am, I'm concerned sometimes about when you do certain colors or certain patterns, five years later, it looks dated or trendy right. or so... You know, I, I'm always erring on the side of white. So I'm saying things like, oh, the interior doors and will all be painted white. And Brandon's like, are you sure? And I'm like, well, we're not going to have like red doors. No, wood. I like wood. wood. Like wood. It's beautiful. Wood is just so pretty to cover it up. Also, he grew up in like. Yeah, near the woods. Near the woods. What else do you like that she doesn't? Well, um, with regard to the house yeah. or anything. Um, I mean, like yours, what's your, first of all, what's your, I would like to live in a log cabin. That would be my dream. I would just like to live in a log cabin somewhere. Um, this house is not a log cabin. Um, we are doing like a modern farmhouse type feel. So, nice. you know, we were able to put some, some different kind of farmhousey type things in there, whatever that means. But, you know, we haven't really argued too much, but we haven't got down to, you know, what color we're going to paint the walls or any Could you hire a designer? Uh, we have a, a gal who's helping us out with some design um, ideas. Yes. But we're ultimately picking what we think, do you which ha- is a hard thing to do. I mean, you look at a tile, uh, just a single tile, and you have to try to imagine what it would look like in a space. It's just there's it's so hard. Many a- there's so many like apps and stuff now where you can sort of like... Is there really? Yeah. I know there's like an app where you for walls and stuff. Like say, once the house is pretty much close to being done, yeah, you can take a picture of this room and then paint the walls with the app. That's so you amazing. Can see what color, how the color is going to look. Well, geez. oh my god, we have to get that. Yeah, there's like, four, there's like so many different apps that you can use for yeah. design stuff. It's hard to you know, it's hard to visualize. Sometimes. You just put the baby down. Yeah, that's right. It took you a second. That's right. Dream child. Dream child. That's Dream why we'd have to have another she, one. She started yawning, and did I was like, you, oh, she's tired. And she literally reached for the crib, and she was like, bye. Did you guys do additions to have another baby in the house? Well, um, yes and no. I mean, you know, the house before this addition, it was tiny. It was two bedrooms, one and a quarter bath. So eventually, if we'd had another baby, it would have felt really tight. And the fact of the matter is, in L.A. now, with the way house prices are, it's hard we would have if we had sold the house the way it was and tried to buy something else even with like a three bedroom we wouldn't have gotten our money out of that house because on paper it was a two one and a quarter so you know it just wouldn't have looked on paper it's not a great sell okay so the addition so you so selling a house obviously in LA is going to be yeah I mean it it's hard because, you know, you want to get the, the most value out of what you have. And for us at that time, if we'd sold that house and then go ch- and went and tried to buy somewhere else that was in the same school district that was close by, house prices are just crazy. And at this point, I've had that house a really long time. And, you know, um, we, we were in a really good place with it financially. So it just made more sense to build on, add more value to the house. We'll live there. It's a great school district. There's so many things about it that are good for right now. And then whenever it is that we eventually decide to sell it, we'll have a lot more equity to get out of it. Brandon, do you see yourself living here for the rest of your life? My life? No, I I don't really. Um, I love Los Angeles. I think it's a great city. Um, It's just a little too congested for me. And I really, uh, I want to be around water and lakes and um, big trees. 
I know there's the opportunity to drive to those things here. Yeah, I was going to say, you go to the beach, it's yeah. like 30 minutes, and then you go to the mountains. Yeah, it's like, yeah but you can't. it takes you two hours and a lot of like yelling in the car to get there. What do you mean you're yelling in the car <laughs> to well, get there? <laughs> Brandon is not yelling, but I can see he wants to yell, so then I get annoyed that he's like, I am like see that he's getting upset. See, now, then... now this is what we need to talk about, because that's the work <laughs> I've been doing. That's how I release it, by just doing little... Uh, just a little upset as just opposed a to a upset. scream but that's not even okay. good enough for you because you see me doing that and you still get angry with me sometimes it's anxiety inducing well how do you deal with that anxiety christine take a xanax yeah i need to it's self i just need to start medicating or maybe microdosing on lsd have a that. you could practice a little mindfulness and just kind of breathe and be with yourself see this is what happens now because he's a therapist so now he has all these tools Ugh, so he just wants so to therapize me glad that you guys In... got a prenup Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, guys, you're going to it. The worst is over. You've had the baby. <laughs> the wedding is done. The house is almost done. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming along. You're done with it. school. You're Finished. now starting your practice. That's right. Yeah. I figure if you can, you know, rip the roof off your house, have a baby and go to grad school and and me go back to work full time all in the matter of a year and a half and make it through. I think we're going to be OK. And then she'll be yeah. pregnant. Oh, God. It's possible. Um, Is there an announcement you want to make right now, Christine, for no. the audience? No announcements. I have my period. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Isn't everybody excited about that? Now is actually the perfect time to bring up Lola, who's one of our sponsors this week. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. Uh, they're amazing. They come in these simple, customizable subscription boxes. So the thing that's awesome about them, and especially for me, is that you can kind of pick what you need. You need like a couple supers, a couple regulars, a couple light days. You can totally customize your box and it's subscription, so they just send it to your door. So, you know, it's like one of those things you don't want to have to think about that you need every month um, and you don't have to think about it because it comes right to your door. My husband likes that. I love Lola. <laughs> I love it so much because I don't have to stand in line at the store and purchase tampons anymore, which is very nice for me. Um, are you sure you don't want to do that? Well, no, I don't actually. Okay. But the nice thing is it comes in a cute little box, shows up right at your doorstep. And for 60% off your first order, you can visit my Lola. Dot com that's l o l a and enter promo code worst um but you know there brandon had a whole life before me bc i like to call it uh when he lived in new york i didn't know you lived in new york yeah 3 years exactly 3 years where exactly 3 years i lived in um washington heights wow up in the heights with i used matt to work morgan. yeah with matt morgan what year Ooh, uh, 2001 to 2004. So that's when the Heights was sort of up and coming. It was, yeah. yeah. I'd like to think that I kind of had something to do with that. And was the A train yeah, you and working well. at that time? Oh, the A train was the best. There was a point where it was like on local service because they were so. Really? No yeah. express? Yeah. I loved it up there. I used to work in Fort Tryon Park uh, at this cafe called New Leaf Cafe, which was actually owned by the New York Restoration Project, which was um, headed by Bette Midler at the time. So she used to come in from time to time and eat. Did she flirt with fascinating? you? Fascinating. Um, no, she didn't. I don't think she knew I even existed. <laughs> I know. What a life. I know. I, 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 I can see why Christine married you. You can tell me. 
because she's overpowering and you're such a <laughs> calm individual. It's boiling underneath. And so had she found someone like type A like herself, not to say that you're not a, like you're in control in certain things, but f- I'd say about she's more 60% in control. You're 40. I'm just mm. my this is my observation. Hey, you you have your that thing. Had she married someone else that was more like her? Oh, there'd be a lot of fighting in full effect. There'd be a lot of fighting. Yeah. Any stories from New York from your, your old days? Well, um, I used to know this homeless man named Dan. (laughs) I used to, um, I don't know. I coming from a small town in Wisconsin. I used to, I was fascinated by the culture of New York and just the variety of people that you'd meet. And I knew this homeless guy, Dan and, and I used to give him money all the time after my shifts because I was in my 20s and I didn't need a lot. And I had cash in my pocket from working in a restaurant. And I would sit and chat with him and I'd give him cash from time to time. And, and we started to build this kind of, you know, this nice relationship. And I remember one day he, um, he was trying to get $50, which is over the amount that I generally would give him. I'd usually give him $10 or whatever. And, but he said that he had to go to the doctor and he needed $50. So I was like, oh, okay. But to really sell the point, he, we were near this bodega and he went and he grabbed uh, one of those plastic bags off of the things that you grab to put fruit in. And he says, follow me, Brandon. So I follow him and we walk down into uh, an abandoned entrance to a subway. So I, I walk down in there. It's kind of dark. Are you and crazy? It, I know. I, I, what was he going to do to me? I mean, honestly, it uh, was. Who knows? He, well, he, Dan, he wouldn't have done anything to me, and if he would have, I'm oh, pretty sure I could have stomped Hulk? him out. No, I'm not the Hulk, but he was—he could barely walk. So, um, <laughs> he puts the bag on my hand, and he asks me to feel lesions on his head. Oh my God! Yeah, it was pretty intense. It was intense. Um, that, is that to help? Get the money that he I wanted? I think it was, did yeah. Did it work? Uh, yeah, it worked. You gave him 50 bucks? <laughs> I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for those of you who need cash... <laughs> hey, you never know. He could... That man... Could have, have you seen him since? No, I haven't, because I moved, I moved shortly after. But the good point about this story is that Matt Morgan, who you guys know, who's a friend of ours, uh, he lived in the neighborhood after I did, and um, he told me that um, Dan had cleaned himself up and was now selling books on the street corner. Oh, poor Dan. Does he know about Kindle? <laughs> well, this was years ago. This was years ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's homeless again. He may be. I wish him well wherever he is. We shared agape love, as he put it. Oh, the agape. <laughs> Coming Very, soon, Chris really, and Hangy. <laughs> yeah. That's really nice. It is nice. So, yeah, there's other stories. Uh, I don't know if we have time to We're go gonna into it. We're going to have to do it. a New York episode where we just do all our New York All stories. of our New York stuff? Oh, I have so from many. The year, from the year. Oh, God. I have so many New York stories. Um, there was another story I wanted you to tell, Brandon, and um, trying to remember. Hold on. Have you ever shit your pants? Oh, God. No. Christine has. Oh, yes, she has. So Brandon, uh, yeah, I have. Um, so <laughs> Brandon, uh, a couple years ago, I was actually pregnant at the time. So we did a movie together. 
And his friend, his other friend, Brandon, Brandon Morgan, um, wrote it and directed it. Uh, it's called Jimmy the Saint. It's going through festivals right now. You can see it somewhere How in a theater near you. Go to the Facebook page, Jimmy the Saint. You can find it. Anyway, he loves my husband, Brandon, and has cast him in several projects before and cast him in this role and cast him, ended up casting me alongside. So we got to work together. So... My husband played a plays a uh, a Russian sort of heavy um, in this mob world, and I play the Russian um, madam from uh, and I, I run a brothel. <laughs> anyway, we have kind of a love hate relationship. Uh, we're lovers, and then he kind of treats me like you know one of his many women, and it goes back and forth. And anyway, um, I destroy him in the end. So it's super fun because one day I'm going to say when George is being a bad girl, I'll be like, listen. You better clean up your actor. I'm going to make you watch the movie movie where mommy kills daddy. Wait, is this oh. the role where you had to bulk up? Yes. This is, yes. Because like, so you might... I want, yeah, yeah, I want you to tell Allah what that process was like. Okay. That's pretty good, isn't it? That's pretty good. Oh, I remember. Do you know Putin? No. Because <laughs> Apparently does. they had a great talk today, the two of them. Um, yeah, so it was a pretty, um, he, he uh, got me this guy named Johnny Keos, who we used to work together with. To Otherwise do, known as Johnny Winks. Johnny Winks, we call him. And he used to be a professional bodybuilder, so he had, he was able to come in and give me a program to do. And and uh, yeah, it was, uh, the di- he gave me the diet and the weightlifting program. And um, it, it was... It's hardly um, a diet, because you're eating No, it was force feeding. I mean, I had to force feed myself. Yeah. I would wake up and I had to have six eggs, um, an apple... A uh, piece of toast with peanut butter, and then a, a concoction of different uh, smoothies and pills, uh, not steroids, uh, just so everybody knows. Like supplements. It was clean. Supplements. supplements, yeah. And then I would go to the gym for it an hour and a half. 6 a.m. Yep. And then I'd come home and I would eat um, uh, a cup of cereal, and I'd have another shake. And then throughout the day, I had to eat uh, six sweet potatoes. Two pounds of meat, be it chicken or beef. It's expensive. Yeah. It was very expensive. And luckily, the production paid for it because we, I mean, We'd it's crazy. We'd be going to Costco like every week. And we would be bulking up on like How long were eight you doing pounds that? of organic uh, beef. Three months. And what, from what weight to what weight? I put on 30 pounds in three months. And most of it muscle. Yeah. Yeah, most of it. Bulk. It I mean, huge. Do you have bulk. a before and after picture? I do. I'll put do. it on the share. The before picture, I'm going to put our, our wedding photo because he's so like thin and lean. Mm. He was like playing tennis and doing push-ups, which like did n- nothing to bulk, but it was all toning. And then the after of this diet... It's like two different people. People were like, holy shit, Lakin, your husband is huge. It I'm was like, really, I know. it was a dream. I mean, it was amazing to be able to do that. I mean, I always like putting my body through things for acting. It, it makes me feel like I'm investing more. Uh, but it was awesome to be able to have somebody who would give you a routine and pay for the food. And then all you have to do is work. You know? See, I would just request a double. <laughs> well, you're lazy. Yeah, well, you're a lazy saying. actor. But let me ask you a question. So, are you at the weight you started at now? Or are you no, young? no. It's what, been are you uh, to call him flabby now. It's been no. difficult taking it off. I just haven't, um, you know, grad school working. I mean, I, I probably lost maybe 15 pounds of it. 
I'm happy with my current yeah. weight, you know. But when he does start to like, if he ever has a couple of days where he decides to go to the gym and like pump again, it's all still muscle memory, so it's all there. That's how you mine know? is too. But I did wreck my body a bit too during the process. Yeah. Ruptured ended- a disc in my back. Yeah. And uh, messed my shoulder up as well. Almost had to have surgery on that. Brandon so. played football in high school and college, and there I think there's some old injuries that now are lingering. So when you try to work out like you did when you were 20, right? You know, that's how I it's am harder. Too. But um, mm-hmm. case in point, we right before uh, we he started that whole diet, we ran a half marathon. We've um, heard about it before, Christine. And did it, did I already tell this story? Well, you didn't tell the story, but you, we've heard that you've run a half marathon. We've oh. talked about all you she talks about. That's all I talk about? Yeah, you did it with Beverly. You did it with, I mean, that's all you talk about is well, this fucking it's, half marathon. Uh, well, okay. It, I didn't run it. We were going to split it. So let's be clear. It was right. only going to be like, you know, six miles a piece. So we're halfing the half marathon, whatever. Yeah, we know. We did it for the week. about this marathon. Uh, <laughs> we, in wine country, your favorite place. Um so we trained for it for like three or four weeks and literally we getting a house up in wine country. All these people are going. We're like going to do this together. And the day before the freaking race, Brandon like bends over to tie his shoe and throws his back out. He couldn't, I couldn't, he couldn't move. move. <laughs> did she yell at you? Awful. No, no I felt she terrible. Felt bad. She did really. And she was semi training. I mean, I was really training. Excuse me? I wanted it. I wanted to get a good time. I wanted to be fast. I my was body training. Take it. You were. I was mm. walk running and meandering around the neighborhood. I was doing my <laughs> with part. a glass of wine in your hand. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, okay, last story I'm going to tell. So please, uh, you know, when you're going in, when you're in grad school, and I, I, you have a baby. There's just very little time to actually train or work out or do anything anymore. So when you get an opportunity to do it, sometimes. As a parent, you again, you think you're 20 and you kind of go for broke and then it's it's a bad situation the next day. So this was right after um, I think it was we had just finished filming Hollywood Darlings. I think it was about to come out. Anyway, Beverly has a birthday party for her daughter and down at the Santa Monica Pier. And a couple of days prior, Brandon had gone and he had done one of these Johnny Winks workouts. He was like, I'm getting back in the gym and I'm going for broke. He had done so many calf raises that at this point he could not walk. He could not put his heels down on the ground. He was walking like a minotaur. For four days. For four days. I honestly had to crawl to the bathroom. It was just, it was so stupid. Christine's parents are in town. I'm just like, felt so embarrassed and dumb. We're at the Santa Monica Pier and the only reason he could actually make it down is because we had a stroller I mean, he could like it use it like a walker. It. Yeah. it was it was so bad. I don't mean to laugh about it, but looking back, knowing that you're actually okay, at some point we thought you really had injured. Yourself. I thought I had to go to the emergency room. <laughs> we t- actually talked about it. I was like, I think I did something horribly wrong to my calves. <laughs> he was just sore. He couldn't move. He couldn't. They were like, seized up. I mean, they were seized up. Like rocks. That's the worst feeling, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just the, the visual of him walking around like a minotaur and being like, I've, I've ruined myself. I've ruined myself. <laughs> well, you guys have ruined my life. So I want to end this. <laughs> we make each other laugh. All right. Thanks for coming, Brandon. And if I don't see you again because you've left your wife. Um, <laughs> we'll see you at the next childbirth, I'm exactly. sure. Oh, God. I hope not. That's nine, one reason not to see have See you in nine baby. months. 
Any announcements you want to make, Christine? Not today. <laughs> well, thank you guys for having me. It's been great to be yeah, on here we have, with you. We'll have you anytime. Thank Thanks, you. Brandon. If yeah. ever Christine is not here, I'd love for you to fill in. I'm always looking for a new co-host. Oh, okay. Oh, that my sounds God, good. I'm going to kill you. Um, <laughs> anything, uh, anywhere people can find you? On the social, or do you just you don't, you don't care? Uh, you know, you can find me on Facebook, Brandon Bro. Um, the guy on Instagram, broshaka dot com. That's not, not dot com. That's not Instagram. <laughs> okay. I clearly know nothing. <laughs> I tag um, him every now and then. He doesn't care. Just I got some artwork I'm trying to sell. Oh if yeah, anybody's interested in that. I have some sperm I'm auctioning off. Look at that. Maybe we can put Ugh. them together a package deal. Maybe you can art some sperm. <laughs> Ooh, that's a whole new genre. <laughs> Steven, any thoughts on that? <laughs> What's the bidding start out again? Oh we don't know God. yet. Um, all right, well, thanks, Yeah, there's nowhere to find me. If you, if you want me, just uh, find my wife, I guess. And... and as always, I'm Christine Lakin at Yo Lakin on all social media. I'm Alak Khaled at Alec Led. Oh, I want to say one thing real sense. quick. It is Ringo Starr's birthday today, and he wanted everybody to say peace and love at some point. So you guys want to do that right yeah. now? You're a Howard Stern okay. fan. Yes. You ready? Yeah. Peace, peace and, and love. love. Peace and love. I Did love you that. see that, that video of him saying no more fan mail? No, I didn't. Oh, you can do what? Peace and love. And Stephen, you can find Stephen. At Stephen Ray Morris. Thanks so much for listening, guys. If you want to comment or ask a question or love us or hate us, email us at worsteverpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, well, before Brandon plays us out, I just want to say thank you again to Paleo Secret, who is another uh, sponsor. I need, I, I need to thank them first. Oh, Christine, okay. Because I started it, and I don't know if you've noticed. Look at me. Wow. Okay. I know. I, I, can, I can feel it. You know, we're FaceTiming right now. I'm not right wearing now. myself, but I can tell by my pants. It, well, you can always tell by the clothes that it works. That's what's, so, that's what's great about this. It's a lifestyle choice. It's not just a Correct. diet, people. So if Correct. you want to feel better, if you want to burn off your stored fats, if you want to improve your digestion, reduce your allergies, stabilize your blood sugars, get better sleep, have better skin... Like, I, I am really feeling like my skin is looking really good. Um, reduce your inflama- inflammation and balance your energy throughout the day. You've got to try this thing, guys. It's thepaleosecret.com backslash worst. And for a limited time, they're giving all of our listeners 50% off the entire health transformation. If you've ever wanted to get your health under control, I highly recommend this. You're going to feel amazing amazing um you're gonna get all free bonuses as well as an access to the private facebook group which starts at 13 dollars and 50 cents Allah loves a private facebook group he likes to really like just people. get in there he likes the people so stop dieting and start a wellness transformation yeah you got a couple good ones actually i'm i'm always surprised at your cooking skills correct okay brandon you want to play us out uh yeah sure i'll noodle something is this just is this something that you've written? Just something you're gonna make up on the on I the fly? I think I'm just gonna make it up on the fly. I'm gonna noodle. You're so talented. Am I? <laughs> <laughs>